Welcome to the Uncut 90. I am your host, Dolapa, with a few special analysts. First off, we have Mandem Z. Hey, what's up, everybody? New season, let's go. Yes, the, the gods have been appeased. Is that what you we should know, say? You know, the fandoms are, are excited, you know, to hear from us. And we are back at it, man. It's, it's been a long time coming. So, yeah. Okay. Let's move. Okay. Welcome, welcome. Um, And we have Rookie here as well. Hello, hello. I'm back again. Okay, back again, like Winfred would say. <laughs> Shout out to Winfred. Um, but yeah, we're, we're, we're going to get started here. We're going to preview the season. You guys, if you didn't listen to our last episode, make sure you listen to it because that's a part one. This is part two. Um, not really a continuation, but you know, to make sure you know everything you need to know for the season, you want to really listen to both points. We might be joined with other people, other guests, um, by other people, other guests later on. Um, but maybe we won't. We're going to rock anyway. So let's start off, um, since I have you guys here, I'm going to switch up the order of what I had planned, what the production team had prepared. Um, we're going to change it up. The production hasn't sent me what was prepared, by the way, but... It's, it's okay. Production <laughs> team... <laughs> didn't send what was produced. Production team works till exactly. 4 p.m. You know, they, they work till 4 p.m., so they're they're done for the day, unfortunately. So you just have me. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. I'm going I'm to call the audible real quick. We are going to talk about United first, because... You guys are both United fans, right? So mm. let's talk about that's Manchester more, United. That's the more reason why we should save it for last. Uh, save the best for last, you mean? I'm calling the audible. They're switching. The okay, it. okay. I'll go back and I'll trust in the production team and the research they put in. We're going to start with Manchester City. Take that back. Okay. It's like everything I just said back. We'll go back to the way it was written, right? Like mm-hmm. Nan said, it was written. Mm-hmm. Manchester City first. We're going to talk about that. So it's going to be the same format as last episode. We're going to talk about managers, transfers, targets, needs, best 11, all that good stuff. Um, So let's start with the manager. Um, If you guys don't know, Pep is still the manager at City. Um, I know, I feel like before last season, there was a lot of talk about, yeah, there was a lot of talk about him potentially leaving. There was like, you know, a little bit of like, oh, he might leave soon. If he doesn't make sure he renewed before. The end he of did. The season. He did. He did. Yeah. That's why I said before last season. I think is when mm. this was, you know a little bit of rumblings. Right now he looks like he's about to be there forever. But you never know. He might take a sabbatical. Um, Rookie, I want to start with you real quick. Talk about City's yeah. managerial position. Is there anything to talk about there? Um, no. <laughs> In terms of the managerial position, there's really nothing to discuss. Um, Pep confirmed. You know earlier on before the season ended that he would be staying on I think it was till 2025 he extended so um sad news for (laughs) Premier League fans of every other club outside of Manchester City um we are still in the trenches until this man decides to uh challenge himself in another league um so managerially no and I'm sure you know um he's feeling good after finally winning the Champions League for City and also securing the treble at the same time. Um, so, yeah. he He's on cloud nine. Um, and knowing Pep, even though he has, you know, secured some important trophies uh, for Manchester City, this will not deter him going into the new season. I have zero expectations of Pep, you know, kicking back and relaxing. 
after this. That is not Pep Guardiola. Like I said, sucks to suck for the rest of us who support other teams uh, that are not Manchester City. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I agree with you. There's nothing to talk about. Pep is there until he decides not to be there, really, right? He has that job. Until he decides to, you know, free up the league and let someone else win it, finally, for once. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Let's talk a little bit about the transfers, right? They um, they haven't had a really busy window. It's been a little bit quiet, though they are. They have a couple players they've been linked with that might kind of come through here. We'll see. Um, yeah. The, the significant transfers I have here, I have Kovacic coming in, really being yes. the big one. Um. Gundogan is gone, who is really like mm-hmm. a part of the team on the low. That's a really big one. Myers is gone. Myers is going to Saudi Arabia to get that money. Um, he sure is. So very interesting there. Um, I know they're linked with uh, Vardio. I hope I'm saying Gavardio, that correctly. Gavardio, yeah. Do you say Gavardio or do you, is it a silent G? Vardio. I've heard it said Gavardio. Gavardio, like, okay, okay. It's like, it's like a soft G. Soft oh. G. Okay. 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 That sounds a little sounds a little explicit. I don't know, but okay. Okay. All right. Uh, (laughs) I mean, like, how do you like your G? Soft. Soft. All right. Okay. Let's keep it. Let's keep it. Let's keep it PG, guys. You know, it's still only Wednesday. Maybe tomorrow. You know, Thursday, Thursday, people get a little little frisky. But today is Wednesday, so. Okay, okay, fair enough. We're going to keep it, bring it back in, right? Amanda, mm. I want to ask you about the transfers in and out of Manchester City. Um, what do you think about the window so far? Um, and how would you rate it? And before you go real quick, Aqui's here. I see he's having a little bit of technical issues. Joining is kind of going in and out. Um, we see you, we recognize you, and hopefully when <laughs> we come to you, you'll be working well. Um, I, I, I know it's probably not your fault. Stuff just happens. Last week I was struggling, so... But welcome, Aqui. We, we know that you're here. And you're almost right on time because we have not talked about Arsenal yet. So please, we pray to the gods that everything works out and you can tell us everything about Arsenal. All right, Mandem, you can go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely, man. So before I dive right into the question, right, I'm going to answer the questions that you haven't asked me. Hmm. Guys, in the summer, I have been inside. And slightly used outside. I haven't done anything. <laughs> oh, I wow. I been outside. I've been inside. I've oh, been... you're addressing the questions that were asked in the beginning of last year. Yes, episode. because I also had a downtime. I don't know why Dolapo mm. doesn't care about my downtime. I'm so sorry. But, so you've been, you know, so you said you've been outside or you've been inside? I'm confused. I've said been he's been mostly inside. inside. And okay. then slightly, you know, slightly used, you know, fairly used condition, mobile phones and things like that. Like slightly used mm-hmm. condition outside. Not really, you know. Uh, great condition. To, you know, stay awake and take care of you guys so you guys can go to sleep. So I, I protect y'all. That's what I've been doing. But yeah, um, when it comes to Man City, man, uh, I'm just excited to see what is about to happen because I feel like Pep has dominated way too much, and I will back him again to to do his thing this season. But then again, I'm excited to see what some other people that claims they are good managers, you know, they're handling better teams, what kind of challenge they're going to post this time around. Um, especially Ateta. He's one person that I'm looking at because he's the guy that everybody's buzzing into my ears about all the time. He's the chosen one, you know. Oh. But I mean, the gods didn't see him in any of the revelations. So I really don't know 
if he's chosen, but we will find oh, out. God. So, um, yeah, uh, <laughs> when it comes to their transfers, I'm not surprised. City okay. had a very deep squad when it comes to squad depth. Um, squad depth, I was explaining to someone recently that it's not how many, how big the squad is. It's the quality of the squad. So, right. if you have one Haaland and you have three Vegas to back up Haaland, that's not depth enough. But you have <laughs> one, yeah, if you have one Haaland and you have one Julian Alvarez, of course, or you have, you know, someone that can also easily step up and do some cool stuff that you can count on in almost all your, you know, almost all your crucial positions on the field. That's what we call squad depth. It's not like you have a, a, a huge squad of players in terms of numbers. So City has always had that. And it was time for some people to, you know, eventually bow. Like, you know, Gundo, he's done it all. Um, Sorry, real quick. You yep. mentioned squad depth. You d- define what squad depth actually is. Can you d- define what man management is? Oh, my God. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, man management is man management. We are not. <laughs> yeah. hey, we are I not had to take it man. back. I'm oh, sorry. You, you had to. That was a good throwback, man. Man management <laughs> is man management. Okay. Shout outs to, you know, I'm not going to mention names, but anyways. Uh, <laughs> anyways, yeah. So, like I'm saying, right, I'm not surprised that City hasn't done a lot of, you know, bringing in. You know, it's it's been what? Kovacic so far? Mm-hmm. That's, that's the only person that they have. Um, yeah, that's been the that's been the main transfer. transfer right now. But City always had mm-hmm. people on the bench that are like raging to you know play people that you know will come into that Gundo role and do great people that will get more playing time since Maris has left. Like you, you, you get what I mean. So when it comes to transfers, I'm not I'm not even bothered for City. Like they can keep the same they can keep the same squad and they will do their thing. Just go right? in the league. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> They'll do their thing. So, um, so CD, if you had to give me, them, if you had to give them a rating or like a grade, right? Because we're, we're doing grades. If you had to give them a grade for their window so far, what would you give them? I know you're not worried. Wise, you've just done, you've just done one transfer. So, mm-hmm. if I'm rating just transfer solely transfer, the guy they brought in is his stock. He's good, and I know Pep is going to use him properly. So, I'm just read, rating something one over one. It's not like a bunch of players coming in or, or anything like that. So transfer window-wise, I just give them like a B. Because a it's B. just one person we are looking at. We're not looking at anybody else coming in. So it's easy to say, that, okay, he's like a B type of player for now until he shows us more or, you know, less. So a B is, is just a fair starting point for him. Okay. All right. So we've talked about the transfers. Um a little bit. Um, Akri, I want to bring you in here um, since you joined the conversation. First of all, say what's up to the people and then let us know what you think is a realistic target for Manchester City this season. Well, it's fantastic to be back. I'm always excited when the season's around the corner. I love the transfer window. You guys know that. I think Manchester City can expect a lot of the same. Um, I won't go as far as saying Champions League because I do think they've lost key pieces. Um, going back to back in Champions League is no easy. Everybody mm. knows that. But I do think that the league is theirs to lose. Um, to Mandem's point about quality, um, he's spot on. But then 
you know, the key positions where I feel like they may not have that quality. And also depends how Pep wants to set them up, right? Because this, this, his signing is a defender. I think they have, they can almost have a starting 11 just solely defenders. They have a, a ton <laughs> of defenders. So my guess is that we're not going to see City set up the same way they were setting up last year. And if that's the uh oh, you're muted if you're speaking. Yeah. Looks like you're oh, <laughs> sorry. You know how airports go. I was saying <laughs> we can't have the same expectations we had for City um this season as we did last season, especially if they change that formation and the way they play. So Mandem's points about quality. So they have Foden on right wing. I'm assuming Foden's gonna start on right wing now, now that there's no Myers. Um mm-hmm. God forbid knock on wood. But if uh, Foden goes down, who's playing on the right wing? Like, serious question. Is that Bernardo Silva? Okay, we move him to the wing. Who's playing in the middle? So it's just going to be... Even me, I don't know how he's going to set up. But I trust Pepper showed us time and time again that until he decides he wants to lose or leave, it's his league until, until things change. I don't think it's been a drastic enough change to expect City to slip up. Uh, they're just too good. The quality is too much. You know, that mm-hmm. defenders... And that's actually one thing I want to point out. The the quality in defense bet- between City and the rest of the league is so deep. We saw what happened when Arthur... It's, it's so deep. You know, no shade to United. You know, you guys... You know, I think Ethereum is doing a pretty solid job. But, you know, you guys lost Martinez last year. We saw the effect. Arsenal lost to Saliba. We saw the effect. Like, mm-hmm. if you just go down and you look at... Virgil Vardak is a shell of himself. Liverpool doesn't look the same. So just like the quality and depth in defense, which is why I can't even read, uh, shade the transfer window. If he's bringing in a defender, we have to trust it because that quality in defense between them and the rest of the league is so deep. Attacking quality, they'll find it. He has the key pieces. He has Haaland. He has the Bruyne. They can figure it out. But if they're keeping clean sheets, they continue to have the best defense in the league. They're running it back. It's that simple. Wow, I'm I'm surprised that you're feeling that strongly about that. But I mean, I think obviously we all we all expect that they're gonna be they're gonna be up there. Um, and I and I do think they've been linked with the wingers. I think that's the one position you kind of brought up. Um, Mandem, I want to ask you, what's the one position of need if there is a position of need for City? Hmm. Um. Oh, the team is perfect. I- I don't think it's, I mean, I, there's no team, team we can point out right now and be like, oh, this team is perfect. They don't really need any um, any players, right? But when when I want to take a critical look at, at this, I think Aki made some good, some good points as a certain things in certain places that might lack a little bit. So when you take a look at Gundo's role whilst he was over there, and Bernardo Silva's role now that Gundo is gone and if he needs to be shifting to the right and things like that, they might want to sign like a backup cam or someone that can play an eight position just to just to have like that lifeline. So I feel like for them on the wings, there are people that can be moved around a lot. Striker, mm-hmm. obviously we have Haaland and Alvarez can play alternating roles as well. Um, defense is already solid. We can't even talk about that. So I feel like they might need that same 
number eight role, someone that is very versatile to be slotted into eight or, you know, sometimes put in a sixth position, depending on how they set up. So that's where I feel like maybe they might need to 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 get some signing done. Uh, okay. That's, that's, yeah, that's what I think. When, when I'm oh. just imagining their setup right now, I feel like in that middle, when it comes to injuries, rotations, and shifting pieces around, they might need someone in there. Okay. So you think they need someone in there. Um, along those same lines, let's keep going. Let's wrap up on City real quick. I want you to give us Mandem. Is, is you. You're our City expert for the episode, if you haven't figured it out. Um, oh, really? Give us City's best 11 going into next season. With the team they have right now. Ooh. All right. Edison. Mm-hmm. We can go. Um, Kyle Walker will play um, right back. Um... Left back. Cancelo's hmm. back. I think he looks like he might be staying. Do Barcelona wants to sign him? Yeah, um, but I so don't that's... feel like he was start. He was starting. So um, he could also play that three-two, whatever he was playing. Damn, this guy's man. If I mean, I would definitely. I feel like I love Nathan Aki, man. I like him. I like he just signed a new contract. Yeah, so. Ake, um, and uh, I don't know how how fit Akanji is going to be, but he doesn't get injured. So I'll put Akanji in there. And mm-hmm. for so I'm playing a traditional 4 4 2, just okay, you know, yeah, because you're just going to be different than Pep. I got you because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why Pep has ever played a 4 4 2, but okay, I'm yeah, we'll I mean, with it. If, if you want me to go directly with, you know, Pep's formation, then it's going to be a three-back. No, no, no. I want you, know, you to do so, the, the best 11 according to you. You're the manager right exactly. now. Exactly. I am the manager right now. So, I'm, I'm, <laughs> a, play, I'm playing a traditional 4-4-2, right? Okay. So, um, I had Walker. I had Ake. I had Akanji. And I love the young dude. So, Rico Lewis. Where? You're not going to... As center back? Left back. So you're not going to play Ruben Diaz? No, Ruben Diaz is, is shaky. Like, he's not... He's shaky? He's like... Not in terms of form. Like, relationship-wise. Like... What? Okay. This he's is not good interesting. with Pep. Pep is not going to let him play. What are you talking about? Okay. Okay. This is news to me, but okay. Pep is so, not going to let Ruben Diaz play. This like this, oh, wait, 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 wait. oh, my God. I'm you think about Cancelo? Yaz and Cancelo. Don't talking about Cancelo the whole time. I've been talking about Cancelo the whole time. I was like, what happened there? Yeah, I've been talking about Cancelo the whole time. All right, so Kyle Walker, um, Ruben Diaz, um, Nathan Ake, and then Akanji. So okay, that's the back four, right? That, that makes a little more sense. Yeah, midfielders, De Bruyne. Bernardo Silva, I'll pull Grealish to the sides, and I'll start folding. Okay. In that middle four. I'll play Haaland. No, Rodri. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I'll play Haaland. And okay. now, instead of having that traditional striker up front, I'm bringing Rodri in to push Kevin Dubona behind Haaland. 
You're welcome. <laughs> it's okay. not that I'm welcome. Yeah. Okay. But Interesting I mean, lineup. that's what I see for the starting level, though. No matter how he set up, those are names. At least nine over eleven of those players will start. He might set up mm -hmm. different, but at least nine out of that that eleven will definitely start. Okay. Okay. Interesting. So there you have it, guys. That's City's best eleven. We expect City to do nothing short of winning the league. That's obviously their target. So City's kind of boring, honestly, from a preview standpoint. Let's go to another team that I think is way more interesting because it can go any number of ways. I think everyone thinks they know how it's going to go, but we're going to let you know for sure on this episode how it's actually going to go. Um, I'm talking about Arsenal, obviously, right? Arsenal surprised everyone last season. I don't care who you are. You were surprised. Arsenal finished second. They actually look like they might win the league for a good part of the season. They looked good. They played fantastic football. I mean, excited football. Goals. Excitement. Everything are was being, there. Are you being sarcastic? I'm not being no, sarcastic. No, he's actually being legit. Yeah, what if okay. I said that you don't agree with? No, nah, go ahead, man. Okay. I just feel I like you're buttering it up. I think it's the way it's that you are saying it, but yeah. I know you're being like, honest. Hey, they had a really good season that was a surprising season, like I said. At least mm -hmm. to 99% of people out there, like I said, I don't care what you say. You were surprised. Um, <laughs> so now they're building from second place. We almost won the league. Maybe we should have won the league. Um, mm. Let's start with the manager position like we always do. Um, Madam, I'm going to come to you real quick. I know you got a break. I know you're like, damn, I'm not even like, can I drink water? It's okay. I like for the, I like for the fans to, you know, just, you know, be fed. I like for you to feed the fans, man. It's okay. <laughs> Yo, mm -hmm. so talk about Arteta is still there, right? Going mm -hmm. into last season, there was a little bit of Arteta out. So we don't trust in him. I feel like after last season, actually, I feel like most Arsenal fans were really high on him after last season, but I'm sure there's a, a small fraction out there that are still like, he messed it up. But talk about the managerial position at Arsenal very quickly. How strong is that position? How do you feel about Mikel Ateta? There's no questions, man. He is the right man for that job mm. at this time. I don't see how any Arsenal fan will be like, hey, you know, Ateta out, let's bring in somebody new. Like, you are you it's like an investment you're actually about to cash in like you're about to cash out real quick so you you just ruin the whole thing by swapping out people right now like the way we are asking for coaches to or managers to have time at clubs this is it like just just trust him he's been building up upon it so um ateta still at arsenal just to make it short a plus he's the man okay. for the job yeah, that's, He's the that's what for I the job. Yeah. No questions, no, no doubts. No questions. We'll see what happens at the end of the season. Um, mm -hmm. I love when people say no questions because questions will arise. Um, Akwe, I'm going to bring you in here, obviously, as an Arsenal expert and fan here. Um, let's nice talk about the transfer window you guys are having. Um, in Declan Rice, and I'm going to tell you the ones that I think are significant. You can add more names if you think there's more that we should talk about. But in Declan Rice, a guy I like a lot. Kai Havertz is in, a guy I actually kind of like. I wouldn't say a lot, but I, I like. Timber is in, I think a very nice sign-in. Um, out is Granit Xhaka. Those are really like the major significant moves. So kind of like more in than out with, you know, you trying to go for more. Um, how do you feel about your transfer window so far? I think it's an eight. 
it's an A, it's a solid A. And for so many years, we've prayed for days like this. Hmm. The, the deficiencies in the squad at the tail end of the season were obvious. We went into the summer transfer window and we were very quick with our signings. Never, I do, I cannot remember in my lifetime when we were this this quick with the signings. They said, right, wow. everybody said, announce, announce, announce. I said, relax. I said, I at the helm. Relax. <laughs> relax. But let's start with Rice first. I think Rice was one of the first. Fantastic mm-hmm. signing. You know, there was some talk about Partey leaving. You could see even Partey himself, he had a significant dip in form. And mm-hmm. that was, he was exposed. It cost us significantly. Then Timber, another fast, fantastic player. Zinchenko had his moments of confusion. Let's just call it confusion. And he's just so integral to the build-up. We can't have that, you know? And the same thing on the right side. Ben White is fantastic, but he doesn't offer what Zinchenko offers. And that's fine. You know, we can use him as CB. He can come in as a backup and right back. But then again, to Mandem's point about quality, no shade to Tomiyasu, but I don't have faith in Tomiyasu yet. I'm not saying he's a bad player, but we cannot win. And this is how I gauge it. You know, when we're talking about quality, can you have a player come in and with that player's addition to the squad, can you still challenge for the title? I love Tomiyasu. I think there's a good player there, but I don't think we can challenge with him. We can't challenge for the league with him in the squad, at least not as our main right back. Are you sure that Tomiyasu hates? It's not coming from, you know, the Man U Arsenal friendly? No, I, to be honest with you, I didn't even watch that. I didn't watch that. So, preseason. See, I, you know, last season I didn't watch preseason. This season, I've, I'm not really watching preseason. Um, Arsenal was lucky. I was lucky enough to catch Arsenal at the Skills Challenge. I liked what I saw. It wasn't just a stupid, not a stupid Skills Challenge, but it's a Skills Challenge. But what I saw there was the camaraderie. You know, they had a little section there where the boys were just sitting down together and then to your point about the transfers it's not just the quality on the pitch of the player it's the mentality mm-hmm. of the player and in the comments from rice and Havertz and timber it looks like they all have good head on their shoulders i think that was my favorite thing i took away from the arsenal documentary and when back to being surprised i wasn't surprised <laughs> let me let me rephrase that i was surprised at how far we went okay but but even in the summer, like a, literally a year ago, Dolapo, you specifically, I told you there were signs of progress. We saw okay. the signs. I expected a leap, but I didn't expect this the leap to be this big. We got significantly better. And that was as soon as we got rid of all the nonsense, distractions. Love Alba, hate how it ended. I hate how we got lost in the source. And it now be- it stopped becoming about the team. Oh, I'm training by myself. The attitude wasn't there. These lads have the attitude. They've come in with the right mindset. They've come in to challenge for the comp- uh, for their positions. Nobody's saying, oh, yeah, I'm tenured. I came in for X amount of money. I should get the stats. I should get this. That's what you want to see in the squad. The days we prayed for times like this. And it's just fantastic <laughs> to see. The players' quality is still to be determined. Average specifically, I think he's the last one I haven't touched on. I'm going to mm-hmm. be very honest. I'm not sure where exactly he's going to play on the pitch right but then um from this afternoon i didn't even watch the game i know it went to penalties but um this afternoon esr was playing that number eight role right and i think you know that's where 
Arteta sees Havertz coming in to assist sometimes. Odegaard getting some rest. Now we're, in all, we're back in Champions League. We're in so many competitions. We need that depth. If we're going to FA Cup at Chesterfield, we need ESR to be able to step in. And not just step in, but step in and deliver a good performance so our guys can get full rest. If you notice in Europa League, we would start the first half with the, you know, with the subs, with the second eleven essentially. But because they were struggling to get the results in the game, we would have to bring Saka back in. Saka played mad minutes last season. Why? Why? You know, so I'm trusting Arteta. I'm trusting the vision he has. I'm really, really happy with the signings. I think there's room to grow, room for growth for every single one of them. And I think that, man... <laughs> You guys should be careful, though. You know, and then again, to Mandem's point, and then this is my final thing on the transfers. Um, in an ideal world, we'll find a way to keep Balogun because this Jesus was his issue at City too, and now I'm starting to see it again. I'm not overly concerned, but at the same time, we don't have a striker in the squad that can give us the same thing that Jesus gives us. We're just a completely different side. That guy is mm-hmm. a terrorist on the ball. My goodness. I was watching the MLS game. What that guy can do in tight spaces is incredible. You know, hopefully defenders get a little antsy. We get more penalties. It's just things <laughs> like that. So, I mean, I'm hoping for a speedy recovery. Hopefully, we only miss him. They're saying he's going to miss, like, the United game and then mm-hmm. the North London Derby. So, you know, that's like, what, a month, uh, six weeks. Let's just call it six weeks. So, hopefully, after six weeks, he's back. You know, back to the depth points. I don't think we can win the league with Nketiah or Balogun leading the line. However, they can tread water for six weeks until Jesus is back. Okay, okay. A, solid A. If we manage to now trim the squad, we send Pepe on his way, we send Lokanga on his way, Cedric. We have a mighty squad right now. If we can trim and then bring in another winger, there's been conversation about kudos or whatever, we bump that A to A+. But those boys are cooking. Arteta okay. and Edu deserve a round of applause, not only for sketching out the, the blueprints, but then following through. The Cronkies, I'm not even going to lie, oh, the last time Arsenal was in DC, I was outside with a banner saying Cronkies out. Wow. I, I'll be very honest, I'll be the wow. first to say But it seems <laughs> that they listen to the fans and look at his pain off. Man, them was so spot on. You trust the manager. Here's X amount of years. Here's X amount of dollars, pounds, story. Go out there and show us your project, your project, your plan. And it's, mm. it's coming to fruition. I'm, I'm, I, this is the happiest I've been in over a decade. Up wow. the gunners. Wow. Wow. I'm so happy to hear that. Um, shout out to American owners because I've been the only one defending American owners for the past three years. American owners are good. Um, but also... Yeah, I, I, I can't even disagree with anything you said as far as the transfers. I think the transfers for Arsenal have been... We don't know how it's going to work out because you never know. But on the surface, from a distance, like they look like the right types of transfers. Um, and I'm going to come back to you because I do want to talk a little bit more about Kai. But I'm, I have a question and we're going to get there in a different way. Um, Rookie, I want to ask you. So after all that, you heard the transfers A+. Aquis as happy as it's ever been in 10 years since yeah. like Asen Wenger was there he hasn't been this happy since Fabregas was there right what's a realistic That's target for Arsenal this season I would say top four 
pushing for the title again and a trophy, like an FA Cup. Okay, so let me, let me break it down because we have to be very specific here, right? Mm. So when you say top four, obviously one, two, three, and four is part of top four. So are you saying if Arsenal finishes fourth, they should be happy with that? Like they can't be mad at finishing fourth. I wouldn't look at it as a step back only because I feel like it's going to be a tougher season than last season across the board. Okay. Yeah. So you think top four and you said a trophy is a trophy critical. Like no matter what the trophy is, just win one trophy somewhere. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Top four and a trophy. No expectations in Champions League, I assume, right? <laughs> oh, well, no, I would expect a decent run in Champions at least, like, past the group stages. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, Arsenal and Champions League, not really... Okay. Yeah, sir, excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> excuse like, me. Arsenal don't have the... <laughs> it's no, not really their tournament. No, we'll, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, early days. I, I would actually, you know, let's just come out of group stages and then we take it step by step. But group stages minimum in Jesus' name. <laughs> Amen. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he took it to church. <laughs> Yo, Akris, I want to ask you, you talk about the transfer window, you said it's an A, you're super happy about it. But um, outside of trimming the squad, right, what's one positional need that you would say, like, if you had to sign one player, just one player you could sign, what position do you want to sign a player in? right wing we we need Saka depth i know we have players that can play on the right wing um esr can play there trossard right. can play there my guy need yeah, yeah, yeah. mohammed kudus talk about it i'm kudus. i like that kid i like and here's uh, here's Bro. the kicker too with kudus he can Bro. really develop at arsenal he can Man. really develop i don't and not great. for nothing i don't think you can point to a player that we've signed that hasn't developed cedric Developed Loka, do you see the Cedric developed? Loka? What does Cedric develop? Come on, <laughs> uh, don't it. do that. I mean, don't listen, I'm all for the Arsenal love, but what does Cedric develop? Okay, but you see, and you see, the developer develop just means you're better than when you came in. <laughs> Is he wow. better than when he came in? I don't know that that's true. Cedric, I know that that's, nah, that's that's no, a don't mention his name, don't mention his name just for peace because I don't think. You want to really be saying Cedric developed the Arsenal? Like I, I know yeah. that's true. I'm trying to pick the outliers, right? You can point to key players that have developed. Saka is one of the right. best players in the world right now. You have to right. call it what it is. Um, Martinelli, what a gem! Everybody's been mm. talking about Saka, 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 but what a gem in Martinelli! What a player! He might be my favorite player in the squad. Oh, I love that man! What oh, a Martinelli, player! Man, wow. that's, no, that's my guy from Arsenal. Martinelli has been fantastic. He's loyal, and man. They, People don't even say it, but Eddie's Eddie's growth. I remember when he was crying on the Arsenal. Oh no, he wasn't even crying. He was telling what's his name to stop crying about playing. Lokonga, Lokonga, and then Jesus got injured. He stepped into he he stepped up in big moments. He's not. I mean, he's not elite. We have to be honest with ourselves. Mm -hmm. But the growth, the composure, he stepped into the role. God, I just every I just love the squad and the growth. Oh God! Wow! <laughs> wow! Yo, so okay, okay. You you have a point. A lot of development, right wing. You guys seem to have a lot of guys that can play there. Like it seems like you're you know you're being a little greedy, but greedy. Well, it feels like the, it feels like they're not natural in that position. You know what I mean? 
we need mm-hmm. somebody that can really you just somebody that can step in there you feel confidence maybe if it doesn't necessarily have to be left foot but preferably right we need somebody that cuts in terrorize i just trust that can do the job but it's not his natural position i don't believe i'd rather we have somebody mm-hmm. that's naturally on the right wing and we need saka to get some rest please every game okay. that trying to injure my boy right wing please <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he actually does need some because I've been calling for him to get rest from like two seasons ago, and it ha- he has not gotten any rest. Um, so I want to ask you this because I think this is for me the most interesting question about Arsenal. I've been asking every Arsenal fan that I know, and all of them are actually really scared to answer this question. I feel like last season with Arteta, one of the, one of the pitfalls of the season was Arteta did not rotate enough. Now you have a lot of players, right? Like back to the the definition of depth. I, I feel like you guys have depth now. You can't really say you don't have depth. You have so many players that are actually good. Like, what is your starting 11? What's your best 11? Oh, fantastic question. And that's very easy, if I'm being honest. So, okay. Um, right as it stands, I know there have been rumors. People are talking exactly. about Exactly. Yeah, yeah, players you, you actually have. Exactly. Ramsdale as keeper. Right wing. Uh, right back, pardon me. Timber. Then we keep the same partnership, Saliba and Gabriel. Wow. Left side, Zinchenko. This is just how we have to start for consistency. And then the middle is where it gets tricky. I think you have to start with Partey, Rice, and Ode. You know, keep them in the middle. Then on the left, we have my boy, Gabi Martinelli. And then the other Gabi leading the line. And our star boy on the right. That's an easy question. Okay, so it's more like a four-two-three-one of sorts, or is it? Do you think it's a straight four-three-three with like Partey sitting? No, 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 no. no. It's, I think it's a four-two-three-one of sorts, right? I don't know how he's going to play Rice and Partey off each other, but I think getting them to be comfortable with each other would be key, you know. And then you can now interchange as necessary. Me, I'm not even sure what's going to happen with that midfield. You know, there's like an exciting curiosity to what we're going to do with our midfield. We have the pieces. We can change our gameplay depending on the opponent. Now, you know, love Arteta, but like now you you're not really kind of it's time to get down to the brass. You have to start showing yeah. your tactical acumen as a coach. You know, as far as like man management, inspiration, blueprints, all he's done it. He has done it. Now tactically, it's time for you to show your cojones. Show us what you're about. Okay. I, I think that you definitely made that way easier than um I I don't know that it's that easy because Timber <laughs> at right back, I'm like Ben White to just going to the bench like that, like not like that now, but it's competition. And I think that Timber offers us a little bit more right now. Why we'll have to chop it, you know? Look, even Davido said no competi. Competition <laughs> for my lady. Why are you doing and the guy like that? Had to be a lie, so hey, hey, you don't know which lady he was talking about, to be fair. Yeah, um, no I want to I wanna ask you this one. before we get off Arsenal, real quick. Kai, I, I was waiting for you to say Kai in that midfielder, but you didn't say Kai. Do you really believe in Kai as a midfielder? Like, are you backing Arteta in this like crazy thing that he's trying to do? I'm backing Arteta. I'm back in Arteta and I trust it. We've seen glimpses. Um, 
I'm not going to sit here and say I can trust it, you know, but I'm ba- backing Arteta. Until he prove, gives us reason not to trust him, we have to trust it. And Havertz has come in with the right attitude. He's ready to grind. He's been showing that, you know, he's one of the guys already with the lads. That's what you want to see. Even makes the bad performances easier to swallow. Well, you know, mm. they're out there grinding and giving the power. It might not work out. He even said it himself. He's played in so many positions. And that's one nice, that's a fantastic problem to have versatile players that you can deploy even the opposition won't be sure what how are they going to deploy them this game i love that but then you know this is the premier league is very unforgiving he's not gonna have a lot of room to really so he has to really pick it up in pre-season he's shown glimpses in pre-season we haven't had a Havertz disaster reel since that first match and i was begging for cooler heads to prevail and he's kind of like made you know he's made up for it at least in the pre-season I don't, you know, I, you know, I don't put too much stock in preseason. Last season, this season, it's just the time for the lads to get acquainted with the system, and then we take Did it from you... there. Never mind. Yeah, no, no, it's here because I've been consistent. Dolapo knows. <laughs> I, I don't know because I remember last season. I I feel like I remember all last you season kept saying, saying was people were just... saying that preseason and then Aki exactly. was like the number one person going oh didn't you say it's just preseason exactly I remember last season like, I kept saying it's just I'm preseason very confused right now yeah no. he's, he's switching up on us a little bit not at all yeah. so you people said oh it's preseason it's preseason but what yes. I meant in that was the growth I'm just saying it's the growth you guys said oh you're winning it's just preseason I didn't care about the wins I still don't care about the wins or the losses but the fact that the boys are improving that understanding the system and it's also the attitude right i think it was 2-0 we lost to um united immediately after another training session we're not tolerating that i saw this clip on um twitter this afternoon from uh fergie right no, no so hear me out hear me out he's like once you allow people um i forget the exact quote but essentially he was saying if you allow them to get if you accept a bad performance once they'll do it again oh i mm. love that quote what's a manager and not for nothing i feel like for the most part you know after our heavy losses we bounce back more or less and that's the kind of mentality you want to see at least don't accept it i feel like there are times we'll get and love arsene wenger this is not a slight on him at all but there were times where we would have bad performances and being the kind man that he was he would shield the players and almost you know mm-hmm. give the excuses a little bit exactly and we're not having that now we know that was a poor performance it's not acceptable there's a standard we have to uphold ourselves to those are the little little things and that's why i told you listen it's not just preseason. there's some things you see in preseason that carry out and we saw it happen i couldn't have been more thrilled with how the season played out obviously it's not the end but not the end <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so okay okay we'll, we'll see what happens we're not making mm. predictions yet next episode we're gonna make our predictions so you guys like do all your calculations algorithms be prepared Trust. um Trust. let's 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 move off of arsenal and talk about a team that sees themselves as competitors to Arsenal. I don't know if you guys out there will agree. United had a... I don't know what how I would describe your season last season. United's season last season was like a little bit above expectations in the sense that you never looked at them and say like, oh, they're balling right now. There was like, out of the 38 games, I don't know that there were 10 games that United balled. But they finished third. Wow, I had to, I had to wow. double check. This is not hate, guys. This is facts. 
I had to double check. Oh, they finished okay. third last season. So let's talk about United. Actually, I'm going to come to you as our non-United person that's going to be, you know, not biased on like the other two people here. Um, let's talk about United's Ooh. manager. I feel like you low-key might have backed him last season. Um, talk about what he did last season and what you're expecting from him this season. Yeah, so I, I think even on the part too, I have, you know, shown support for um, Ethereum, especially when things were going well. Um, and I think it's still early day. People forget that it's his first season. And let's just look at it. In his first season, he's come in, he's won a trophy. Bam, that's the first one. I don't put too much stock in money spent because the market has been ruined in part by United, but the market is ruined. We can't put mm-hmm. too much stock in the, in, the, in the amount of money spent. I think where things went wrong for Ethereum is that he tried to please too many people. The fans mm. were demanding immediate success. And in order to, to get that immediate success with the squad he had, he couldn't rotate. It's kind of similar to the Arsenal uh, problem. You don't have the quality. You don't have the depth. And then he was just putting his hand in too many pots. You can't win all this competition. You don't have the squad to compete <laughs> in all this competition. And that's what it just comes down to. And then, you know, to that end, I don't think they've retooled enough where they can now approach it the same way. So he has to prioritize something going into this season unless they make more signings. I think we haven't even given the guy, he has just gone to the markets to buy ingredients. We haven't allowed the guy to cook yet. He's just entering mm. the kitchen. He's come back. He's unpacking the groceries. Let him, mm. you know, at least decide what he wants to make first. Let him start cooking before we start judging him. And with United and United fans, we have to talk about it. A lot of that pressure too is coming from the fans. It's a, it's a little bit toxic. I've been talking about this for years. Not just United, or let me be clear, just fandom in general. The mm-hmm. demands of the fans, I feel like, are not realistic. You're expecting results in all these competitions. You people to look at the squad. How many? How do you expect to compete in all these different competitions? And I think that he was now caught in between two minds with being realistic and then also trying to please the board, trying to please the fans, trying to deliver the results. And that's where it all crumbled. You know, mm. an injury here, an injury there. Kismero, I don't know, the red card situation. We have to even, we'll talk about that eventually, but... To not have any red cards in La Liga and their entire prem and it's red, 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 red. And I know it's not all on him too, right? When you're, you're forced, that just, that a lot of factors in there. It's just too early to judge United. But I think mm. Ethereum has, over the years, he's shown the kind of back to the, you know, the off the pitch stuff, right? About that mentality and the kind of cultural, what's accepted, the standards. He's bringing that back slowly. I think, you know, obviously I hope he doesn't succeed as an Arsenal fan. But I think these are steps. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest. But objectively, I think he needs more time. A lot of my friends are United fans. At least one of my good friends is a United fan. I can't stand him. And because of him, I have a little bit of a United agenda. But I can't say that this man isn't doing... It's it's early days. It's been a year. Right. We've won a trophy. Let, let the guy make the meal. We have the ingredients. Let's start making the meal. But but okay. to that effect, the better sign of Onana, Mount, and uh, this new striker. Nah, it's good. What did JDK say? It's good, but it's not enough. <laughs> Yo, facts. All right. Rookie, I want to ask you about the transfer window for United. Um, 
so I talked to my scouts. I talked to my, you know, you know, you know, I have a scouting network and you know, we always let you know who's going to make an impact, who's not and all that kind of good stuff. Um, Are they the until, same as your production team? Because then no, 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 different, different team, different team. Um, before uh-huh. Acqui actually mentioned Onana, I had nobody mm-hmm. on my paper for United. Like I was like, no significant players have come in. No significant players have gone out. <laughs> That's obviously Seriously? not really completely fair. Um, but talk about I'm your transfer sure. window. I mean, Onana and De Gea, I, I don't know that Onana is going to help you guys move up a spot. I'm just saying, that's... Onana, Mount came mm-hmm. in. I actually like Mount. I, I, like Mount. I like Mount. But I don't think Mount like, is going to be the difference. You're one of Mount's biggest fans. Yeah, so. I don't know about that. I just don't hate the guy like everyone else. Um, but okay, fair enough, right? Onana is in, Mount is in, De Gea has left. Um, yes, he has. Talk about your transfer window. Talk about any other players that I didn't mention. Obviously, you see my attitude to your window is bland, but maybe there's something that I'm missing, right? So talk about your window. How you feel about it? Okay, well, the level we can't all sign Jude Bellingham, so <laughs> start there. Uh, or Mbappe, <laughs> whenever he comes, you know. Oh, okay, all right. Um, must you know? Uh, it must be nice to be a Madrid fan. No stress. No, they're stressed. We've been stressing for Mbappe for a couple of years, man. It's so hard. You don't know. Your enemies are waiting yeah. to laugh at you. Like, you know, we had the same conversation with my brother's girlfriend. She's a City fan. We're like, wow. So this is so your life is great. You just know how to not <laughs> stress out. You when when your team plays, you're not sweating. You're not having a Ever. heart attack. You're not panicking. <laughs> Unless it's Champions League. <laughs> Unless it's Champions League, like. And you know what? The poor the poor girl couldn't even say anything. Of course. <laughs> she what knew you gonna right. say? Like <laughs> But um our transfer uh transfer window so far has been I would say okay. Just okay. Um it's no secret how I feel have felt about Mason Mount. Um and Can you please tell us do you love him or hate him? I don't know, to be honest. I'm not I don't rate him, but uh. Yeah, that, that we've discussed this many a time, especially during the Lampard days at Chelsea. Okay. Um, but um, as Aki was saying, in terms of like fans and just toxicity, uh, yes, so toxic these days. You know, you, I, I almost want to just unfollow every United account that I follow because <laughs> it's just fans arguing. You have the De Gea stands, like oh. Look at Onana's, like, you know, save percentage so far. And this, why, for me, yeah, if I didn't rate a player before he put on a United shirt, the second that player signs for my team, I want that player to succeed. Like, why will you be having an agenda against your own players because you support an ex? It just makes zero sense to me. And that's Mm -hmm. how I feel about Mount. Didn't rate Mount, still don't rate Mount, will happily be wrong will happily be wrong because at the end of the day I want my team to succeed Mm. um the Orland signing I'm actually pretty happy about I do hope we still go out and get another striker someone who's older more experienced just so that there's not so much pressure on him he's only 20 years old I don't want people to expect him to have a 20 goal season right off the bat that's just not fair that's not a fair expectation to have um, and unfortunately, Martial is just so injury prone that I don't trust him to 
start more than five games um, total this season. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so with Mount, I, you know, I hope I'm wrong. I hope he does well because, again, I'm a United fan. I want my team to succeed. Uh, we definitely, definitely, definitely still need to sign another midfielder. We do not have enough enough depth in midfield. Um, and then there are also links to Donny van de Beek, um, Scott McTominay, and Fred leaving. So if even if two out of the three leave, then we definitely need to sign about two more midfielders before mm. I personally would feel comfortable. Um, but yeah, so I right now would give United's window a B minus. A B minus. Okay. I think okay. a C is too harsh, so I'm going to go B minus. Okay. I mean, I, th- I think the big thing is you guys did sign that striker. I forgot about him because I think that just, I don't know if it's official yet, but. It hasn't Fabrizio. been announced yet, but he's yeah. you know he's done his medicals. It's going to be announced over the weekend. Yeah, yeah, I've seen the pictures with him in the jersey, so we it's it's done. Um, so okay, I, I think that's that's reasonable. Um, I don't know if you saw the stats I posted um, in a chat that he had last season, um, but his stats mm-hmm. are quite underwhelming. I, I don't know anything about him. I'm I not mean, even trying to say he's, he's good or bad. He's 20 years old. I don't that's even also think really he looks- important. Yeah. I don't even think he was starting every game for Atlanta. And, um, you know, other teams have signed strikers for more who contributed the same amount of goals and less assists. So okay. I'm going to leave okay. it there. No <laughs> okay. shade, just honesty. Yeah, no, no, fair enough. But I do think to the point that you made while you were talking about the window, um, probably good for United fans not to expect, like, the world out of him because he is. Oh, yeah literally a prospect like regardless right. of how much he was signed for like he's coming to a new country new he's league new team. Yeah, yeah like we'll, we'll see how that works um mandam i want to ask you with all that in mind with ten hag at the helm with what you did last season i know you ride heavy for united you always know everything that's going to happen what's a realistic target for next season um i'll give you a realistic target we're gonna <clears throat> definitely finish top four okay we're gonna definitely have a trophy most likely a domestic trophy it could be <laughs> it could be listen write it down no you said write most likely as though like i was gonna write champions league for you or something <laughs> write it down so you know sometimes the gods they speak in parables right mm. so we are looking at epl calling cup fa cup one of those now okay. that's a realistic target i don't see i don't there's there's never been an expectation of united to finish outside of top four like it's not a, a realistic target for you if united is being put that hey if they finish in fifth sixth they're good well then that's no more united so i'm setting mm-hmm. up a realistic target right finish top four get one trophy which we did this list this season so someone mm-hmm. will say, okay, it's, it's basically the same thing. It is the same thing, but we haven't been consistent in a long time. It's been ups and downs, ups and downs, ups and downs. So we haven't been consistent. A team that finished second went outside of the top four, and then now we are back into the top four. So I expect us to maintain that momentum, keep the consistency going, and then you know grow the team. Now, let me run it back a little bit, right? Ten Hag. 
I feel like since the departure of Ferguson, Ten Hag is the best personality manager-wise that I have seen. Hmm. Okay. Uh, when I say personality manager-wise, is because United is such a huge club where if you cannot be that guy and be like, no, this is my decision. I'm the captain of this ship. This is how I need to go. If you can't do that and you want to play all the politics in United, you will not succeed. It's happened to many managers that have come through because they wanted to play the politics. So Ten Hag coming in and do I agree with some of the way uh, some people, you know, were let out of the team and stuff like that? No. Is it necessary? Was it was it imminent? Absolutely, yes. So I backed Ten Hag to to still do his thing. Like Aki said, man, he he literally just got here mm-hmm. one season ago. But do you know why we have all these high expectations? Because the question is not necessarily about Ten Hag. It's Manchester United. It's Manchester United as a football club, right? That's what everybody's looking at. So. I think he did great in his in his first season. Looking at the squad that he had, mm-hmm. you talked about trying to please the fans and you know not rotating enough. Who are we rotating in? <laughs> Who is coming in? If you come into a club and you you bench the captain and Ronaldo. follow on, you strip him of the captaincy. You know that he is not material, like he's not United material, so he's not someone you want to rotate in. We rotated in uh, him in in a in a uh, um, Champions League. No, not a Champions League game. Europa, Europa. Game, and we we saw what happened. So it's like you're always expecting the worst. So as a manager, no matter how much I'm burning my guys, I, yeah, I'm not gonna rotate as much as I should for health purposes. For you know everything else, so mm-hmm. Tehagi he's done great. He didn't. He just didn't have too much to rotate with in 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 the, in, in the first place, right? So good. Tehagi is okay. He'll do his thing, and I I know he's gonna do better this season, right? Now, talking about transfers, let me start from Onana. I What's my name? I personally, <laughs> man. <laughs> oh no. Sorry. I personally think that uh, Unana is Unana is a great <laughs> addition to United team, especially the way Ten Hag wants to build up his play. But the glimpse of things I've seen in, um, you know, preseason is that he's gonna have problems and he's gonna give us oh shit moments and he's gonna a give lot us of squeaky bump moments. Like we are gonna be sitting on the edge of our seats. Because I trust him to make those plays. Not everybody in front of him is that comfortable to handle the ball, be calm, turn around, look for that pass, or look for that quick pass, or read the situation and be like, no, I don't have to build play. Let me just get it out of here. It's mm-hmm. going to take some time. I spoke with Ricky recently, right? And I was telling her that I'm not going to judge Onana just yet, but I feel like when... His defenders are caught flat-footed. I want to see something else from the way he reacts to the situation. That's what I'm trying to see. I I don't know how much his point-blank saves and reflexes are going to be like. Mm -hmm. And that was the reason why I, for one, was gunning for De Gea to just sign the contract. 
I didn't want him to go because mm. that is the rotation we are talking about. When you bring Degia in, you know for a fact he's going to give you those saves. He has his his, his oh shit moments. He's causes a lot. But I feel like him a being lot. over there with Onana would have just increased both of them, their performance levels. Because now you know, oh, this is Onana over here. And Onana knows, okay, there's still a legend at the club. Uh-huh. And so, hey, I still got to do what I got to do, but I have to do more. But hey, you can't get it, you know, the way you want all the time. So I rate the Onana signing. The year leaving, I don't really rate because I'm not happy about that. But uh-huh. that's in the past now. We, we're going to support Onana and, and hope that he can pull out those, you know, magical saves that he had used to give us for the past 12 years. We can we can only hope, right? Okay, let me move on to Mount. After, right after the Champions League, I, I was out of the, the group chat for a little bit. I just went dormant, just went silent. I haven't been talking. I'm like, hey, I'm on a little, you know, brain break. Let me just take my time. Then Mount was signed. One, I don't hate Mount, but I wasn't happy with the signing. <laughs> then two, he was given the number seven jersey and I just came out of my exile. I mm. just came out. I'm like, why? Because you're looking at two psychological aspects of this thing. Okay, we are giving him seven to let him know that we trust him and the expectations are high cool but you are also giving him a jersey that hasn't done well for people in a long time let him settle in let him prove it and then you you reward him with that because when i went through the interviews he said he was not expecting to have that jersey it was offered to him by ten hag so i guess Ten hag see something that we don't see so I see it, but mm. what I have seen so far is that Mount came in with a great attitude on the on, on the field. I've seen all the games he's played, and he works his socks off. He was playing like a Carrick. The game will end, and you can't really pick out Carrick stats that this is what he did. This is what he did. But at the end of the day, he put in the shift. That's what I've seen so far from him. And we kind of needed people like that. Fred. Fred does that sometimes, but if Fred wants to do his Fred things, yeah, it's, it's too bad. Huh. But we needed that workaholic person, someone that just wants to keep running, keep flying into tackles, blocking plays, reading the game, dropping back. I've seen him at right back. I've seen him at left back. I've seen him at like dropping deep into the, the, the defense. Someone that is reading the play and knowing what's going on. So I'm not angry about Mount. I want him to succeed. I wasn't happy with the number seven jersey, but it is what it is. Um, the striker that was signed, we thank God that we <laughs> have a striker now. Like Rookie is saying, the expectations should be very minimal for the kid. Now, I, I I believe that Ten Hag has had time to look at the group and see that, okay, in case of emergencies, we have what we call PPRs. Those are pre-planned responses, right? He was trying to get a pre-planned response for the striking position. People might think that he's playing Sancho at false night only because Marshall is injured. That is a factor. But he's trying to figure out where he can maximize this guy's abilities. And that's Mm -hmm. what I'm, I'm, I'm looking at. And so far, it looks nice. I've seen him play the false night in four games. It looks nice. They're not competitive games, 
but it looks nice to be just a backup in case of things like that we can you know ship people around and then mm-hmm. just surprise you know whatever we want to do so overall united um cool i wasn't so happy about the tour in in the states because we won one game and we lost three which is not good because hey the way you set up your fire is how you expect you know the smoke to come out so if we are not setting up the fire right now then we're not really expecting no anything yeah man no smoke there's no smoke you know what i mean <laughs> and i'm not seeing the smoke so i'm a bit disappointed but overall united buying three players in one transfer window players that were mentioned and we actually went after them that is a reason why i'll give them a b we okay. mentioned those players and we went after them if we are lucky amrabat could be coming in so that is it's not a bad window it's not a bad transfer window we can't bring in eight nine ten players at once there is january we saw what so happened when it. you do that with chelsea <laughs> exactly and then when it comes to fred, the fred uh vbd uh vdb and um and maxos issue whatever happens if maxos is not being sold for a huge no not a huge amount for the the right price keep him for me out of those three keep the scott sounds like he's the one that's gonna stay out of those three keep scott i've seen what he does and i've seen what he can do so out of those three if you have to keep someone keep scott because he's the only other player that can come in and comfortably do his thing and write that six and keep running till the game ends and i need that you need those like you need those rotations so I would not let Scott go, not for the wrong fees. For the right mm-hmm. fees, fine, and, the, and, and, and a good replacement, okay. But if we're just talking about letting people go, go and focus on Eric Bailly and Fred and, you know, <laughs> the rest. Leave okay. Scott for now. Overall... What what, um, what what position, if you if there was one position you could, like, sign a player in, what position would you say? One player, one position. Nobody's looking at this, and it's not been talked about much. But I'll sign another central defender. Hundred percent. United. That's what I'll do. Think about it. We have Lisandro Martinez and Varane. Maguire. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Started. <laughs> then we have Maguire. We have Lindelof. <laughs> and right now, uh. Johnny Evans is still with the team. He just signed a, you know, a very short-term contract to train with us. But I feel like it's leaning towards a thing that we're gonna keep him if he doesn't move to any 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 team. And I'm not so. mad about that. Homegrown guy. I love that kid. He was great. I mean, he's he's. I would put him above the pecking order when it comes to him and Maguire. I'll rely 100%. more on on John, uh, Johnny Evans over Maguire, right? But look at look at the look look at the replacement. We're talking about people that have Akanji and Ruben Diaz and Walker and <laughs> all these guys. Ake, Laporte. Yes, top defenders. And they're still trying to sign like the most expensive defender in the world if they get him. Like... Top defenders. Yeah. Now, Sunreal. Gia won the, the, the Golden Globe, right? Last season. With majority par- pairing of Lissandro Martinez and Varane. Mm-hmm. But Varane is getting older. He can get injured easily. Lisandro Martinez is a walking red card. 
Yeah, that guy's crazy, man. He's trying to injure my he, players. He is a walking red card. So if anything, we are, we are crying about strikers and all this, but I feel like we have a lot of creative people up top that if we blend them properly, the striking position is not too crazy as much mm-hmm. as the defense. So I will sign. Nah, we needed a striker, man. <laughs> we oh, needed, needed. Yeah, yeah. He, you're talking about the past. Yeah. You're talking about right now. We um, signed a striker. Okay. He's asking me what I would like to sign looking at the oh, team okay, and what okay. we have in. And for me, it I would thought be a you meant back. like that would have been. No, 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 no. Right now, it would be a center back because okay. we have the the Hoyland kid. So okay. Fair enough, fair enough. I, I definitely was not thinking about sending back for you, but I see the reasoning. Um, mm-hmm. Rookie, real quick, give us your best 11 for you, Manchester United, with the players you have now, currently. You have to ask me that, man. I have it all drawn up for you. After oh, that. no, guys. We, we spent like 30 please, minutes on United. Please, guys, please, we're going to come back please. and talk about United he, another he, day. He can, he can take it. He can take it. No, no, no. Right. Go ahead. No, no, Rookie, please. No, no, no. Take it. Seriously. No, I want to get... I wanna get no, go know, for Rookie it. doesn't go know the answer. She wants you to give Rookie, the answer. Well, give the okay. answer. Okay, do not... Don't play me, though. Don't disrespect <laughs> me like that. He knows. Yeah, she knows what's up. <laughs> go ahead. You already have it. No, you get this, man. Guys, like, oh this is God. like one of the things I hate in the world the most is when you have somebody like, oh, no, you do it. No, you do it. No, you do it. No, yeah, like, yo, I said, do it. I can do give it. you the 11. Listen, listen, listen. Best starting 11, uh, 11 for United. Yes. Onana is in goal post. Yes. In front of Onana, we have the pairing of Lisandro Martinez and Varane. Mm-hmm. To the right back position, we have the indefatigable. The guy that has wow. the stats for the past five years on one-on-one tackles, Aaron <laughs> oh, Juan wow. Bissaka, the Spider-Man. Shout out, shout outs to uh, um, um, Winfred. Now the Spider-Man is going to be in in right back position. Boom. Okay. Left back, we have Luke Shaw, and he's going to take that position. That's it. Nobody right. else. All right. So we have a. We, I'm playing a four-two-three-one, right? Mm-hmm. So in that two. Uh, above my my defenders, I'm gonna put Case, and I'm gonna put Mount. Mount as a DM. Yes. <laughs> In the formation that we are playing, I'm putting okay. Case and Mount. Oh my lord! Now, okay, he's not playing as a DM, but we hmm. set up as a four-two-three-one. So that four-two-three-one, you have Bruno Fernandez is gonna be right behind that striker. But Mount is in between on both lines between Bruno and Casemiro. That's how the formation okay. goes out. So okay. it's Mount and Case in that two, two, you know, DM positions. It's not a DM, but that's how it's going to set up. Then okay. up top, my, you know, three guys over there. We have Bruno behind the striker. Uh-huh. I have El Rash. The square. Do you have a Rash? Down. El Rash, feed the kids. Is gonna be on the left wings. <laughs> okay. Yeah, rookie, you're very stupid. <laughs> El Rash. Rookie, we have El Rash. That is El Rash. El yeah, rookie, Rash he said you both have it together. Let's <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> not. No, no, rookie, no. But for real, yeah. Uh, you know. The big man, the NBA is gonna be on the left side, man. He he's just gonna feed the kids for me all okay. the time. So left wing, boom, Rashford. Right wing, I am gonna bring in 
my my boy, my stylish boy. I get mad at him sometimes, but I love that kid. Anthony is going to be on okay. the right wing. And then realistically, I'm going to put this little kid Hoyland up there to just, you know, eat. Just just eat. Just eat. Just eat. Just keep eating. Right? Um, yeah, so that, that middle three is always, for me, a solid starting point would be Bruno, um, Mount, and Case. Uh, and Case. They, mm-hmm. you know, they interplay all the time, which is fine. Um, Ericsson, I've seen his game in the preseasons. He's a bit shy of, I don't know if it's the injury or the fitness levels, but he's going to come back into it. Hasn't looked good, yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't really look good to be starting. But for now, that's that's my starting 11. When, you know, Mano comes back on the menu, then, you know, we can rotate players out. But right now, that's what I have. If someone has anything else that they will flip around, it will be good to hear. Okay. Um, yeah, Rookie, I'm going to give you a chance just because you're a United fan as well. Um, yeah. I'll give you a chance to make one change. One change to the team that Manam just said. If you want to make a change. Mm. No. No change. Okay. No right. change. Can I offer one? Can I yeah, offer I one quickly? Yes, please. We need a change. Yes. What's the change? So, and this is going to cause some controversy, but I think United are a better team when you have Dalo at right back over AWB. And uh, unless uh, you're facing a team that has like a Martinelli on the left wing or, you know, some other kind of terrorist on the left wing that you need to neutralize, I don't think you should leave it there in one Bissaka. But that's my two cents. What do I know? You people. Oh, that, that's you. <laughs> that's fine. And, and, and it makes sense. I, I, I accept your thought, uh, you know, your thought process and why you said that. But looking at preseason, and I've seen how my boy's game is growing up front in the final third in the midfield. Spider-Man all day. Okay. We'll see. He's definitely very, very improved. Very, very improved. Um, very much I, I, nobody asked me, but I'll help because I know that the listeners are ripping the hair out at this 4-2-3-1. Guys, it's a 4-3-3. I don't know why Mindem is making it hard. It's a 4-3-3. Casemiro is staying in DM. Mount and Bruno can run all over the field. Then it makes complete sense. Um, let's move on to Newcastle. Oh, so you're not you're not changing anyone though. No, 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 no. I, I, I think <laughs> that if you ask me to change, if it was up to me to change someone, Anthony does not need to start, man. The guy has not proven anything. Like at this point, it's just a name. He so doesn't who do anything. Standing over him? Why can't Garnacho start? Isn't he Garnacho does not prepare to play on the right wing? Right. Guys, he's so young. Teach him that he can play on the right wing. He's yeah, too young we, to have a preferred yes. position. But in the EPO, we're not about to be doing trial and error right yeah. now. Yeah, actually, so you ask me for starting eleven, and that's what you got. But I guess what you're saying about you know the middle V uh, 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 position where Casey yeah. is, is in the is in is in the holding, and then those two are like you know sideways. That's that's mm-hmm. still fine. Like I said, whenever they set up, that's how it shows on the screen. But when they are playing. It's more like what you said. So you, you're absolutely spot on on that part. Wait, actually, and I agree with uh, Ganacho. I don't think he can play on the right. But isn't Sancho still a United player? He is. Yeah, Sancho is Sancho is better Sancho than Anthony. Anthony. Yes. Easily. He's better than Easily. Anthony right now. Let me tell you this. You So you want to start Dalo and Sancho? You are going <laughs> to leak five goals. <laughs> no, you're right. So you have you to. Be, no, no, right. But I think you have to now. You have to choose. You know, pick your poison. 
I think yeah, Anton needs I've already to be sacrificed for Sancho. And then I you take it. I'm okay with that. But I think yeah. Anthony <laughs> cannot continue. That no. is, I, I can't see. He cannot continue. Yeah, he, he has think, to show something this I season. I think we're being a big... That's what I was going to say. Like, let's calm down. He's had a season. It's a little too soon to be saying that he's not going to do exactly. anything. Exactly. We've given more chances to Sancho over Anthony, right? Facts. I agree. I agree. It's just you know the thing with Anton is just that like you he don't see him have play, a very and just like personality. No, it's not <laughs> even about his personality. I don't care about his personality. It's just like he's making bad decisions and like just doing dumb things on the field. That's like yeah, yo, yeah. like it's not even like you're trying to like you know like Timo Werner was trying hard. Like I saw the guy trying hard. Anton is like yo, what are you doing? Like you're not taking this seriously enough. Um, but we'll, we'll talk about United another day. Let's do Newcastle real quick because Newcastle fans are out there, whether you believe it or not. And they're like, yo, we, you guys talked about Brian. Like, you have to talk about Newcastle. So we'll talk about them super, super quick because we are definitely running out of time. Rookie, I want to ask you about the manager there, Eddie Howe. A lot of people were so impressed by him last season, including me. Um, what do you think about him? And just what do you expect from him as a manager? Do you think he's the right guy and all that good stuff? I think that he is still the right guy until proven otherwise. Hmm. Um, What he did last season was incredible, and it would have been ridiculously unfair if they let him go just because now that they've secured, you know, top four and they're in the Champions League, they feel like they need um, a bigger name to kind of lead them. A bigger name does not guarantee success. We've seen that with Tottenham. We've seen that with United, um, even with Arsenal. So... Uh Um, I think that they've made the correct decision in keeping him. And honestly, I hope they go far in Champions League. As a neutral, it's it's always so freaking wonderful to see these stories, to see these teams that no one's expecting to, you know, pull it out the bag. So I love it. I love it for Eddie Howe. Um, I mean, Newcastle fans are a little weird, but I love it for Eddie Howe. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so okay him. fair enough yeah i agree with you he's definitely like no matter what happens this season low-key like he should be guaranteed to be the manager at the start of next season like he's done that well already um right unless i know it's not like that simple relegation or something yeah exactly unless they're facing relegation and they're not doing well in champions league because i do think there's a slight possibility or very more than a slight possibility that like they do well in one or the other. I don't know that they're going to prosper in both. Um, but let's talk about the transfers. So they've brought in Tonali, who I don't, I feel like nobody talked about that, but that guy's like was AC Milan's like gem. Like he was their guy yeah. and they got him, which is just annoying because EPL money. Right. Um, and they also got in Harvey, uh, Harvey Barnes. Who's, you know, a nice mm-hmm. little pickup from a, you know, relegated team. Kind of smart. Um, they are losing ASM. Say Maximan. I believe he's going to Saudi Arabia. Getting that money. Yes. Um, did, Akpi, I want to ask you. Have... Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I don't want to cut you off. I'm bad. <laughs> now, I'm just going to ask you to talk about the transfer window. Um, how do you think they've done so far? I thought they've done well. And, you know, to your points about losing ASM. Did they have him before? This guy that's injured every... I mean, he plays two, three games a season. Comes off the bench two or three more times. Zero end product. Zero end product. And it's flashy. But, I mean, at the same time, you need somebody that's reliable. And we have to talk about that Barnes transfer because I saw something, I think it was on Squawker, or maybe it was Statman Day. It doesn't matter. 
Barnes will get you goals. That boy has goals in him. It's actually crazy. I remember from an FPL perspective because he was popping for Leicester. So I think it's mm-hmm. a great pickup, especially like you mentioned, they're losing ASM. And then you now have to think about the multiple competitions you're in now. You need that depth and that boy will get you goals. Um, you, to your point about Tonali as well, excellent. Because that hothead, that, that's another Brazilian hothead that another red card waiting <laughs> to happen. He's a suspension. I, can't, I cannot stand him. And he's taken away from the good work, in my opinion, just because of my um, disdain for him. He's taken away from me really enjoying the good work Eddie Howe is doing. Because he's doing a fantastic job. But their signings have been great. It's where they need strengthening. Their midfield was shaky. They went through an injury crisis in the midfield till the end of the season. They kind of fell apart as a result. You love to see managers acknowledge, hey, where are we deficient? And then go and rectify it. Now uh-huh. we go again. You know, I'm really looking forward to that documentary as well. I think they've done well in the transfer window. And let's see, let's see how it plays out. Okay. Give them a grade. Ooh, B plus, B plus, you know, like B plus. Okay, no, no, I I think that's completely fair. They they look like one of the smarter teams out there. Like over the last two seasons or so, like they everything they've been doing has been kind of hitting. Like the only thing we're waiting on to hit is Anthony Gordon, and I think this is the season. He's a almost popo player for those out there that don't know. Um, Mandem, I want to ask you about Newcastle. Um. What's a realistic target for them? Last season, they finished fourth. As we've mentioned, they're in Champions League. Um, what should they be like realistically trying to do this season? They should be... Realistically, they should be based on, you know, previous the previous season. They should be aiming for a good domestic trophy. Uh-huh. That's what I'm looking at. They should be aiming, at, aiming for staying in the top four. Am I vouching for them to stay in the top four? No, I'm not. So you think that if they finish fifth, they should be upset? I mean, given what you've done, you should be upset. Okay. We, we're trying to build up, right? We're not yeah. trying to be going down. That's the problem I identify with United over the years. It's all been like up and down, up and down, up and down. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be tough for Newcastle. I am telling you, I've seen some teams that I know will be raging for top four. And I think they, they have solid shots at that top four. So... For now, Newcastle realistically should be aiming for, you know, a domestic trophy, Carling Cup, FA Cup, League. I don't see that as a realistic target for them. If they do, okay, kudos to them. I don't hate Newcastle. But realistically, they should start striving for a trophy and then maintaining their position in the top four and be like, okay, we we are aiming at being a top four name right now from, you know, from henceforth. Uh, but will they make it i don't think so to top four i don't think so i really don't think so okay so you're setting a realistic target for them that you don't think they're gonna get i know i don't think they'll make top four but what they should be aiming and striving for is it's maintaining top four. top four and then okay. maybe a domestic trophy okay okay I, I i see the logic i see the logic there um Akri, i want to ask you we talk about the transfers they've made so far um, what's one position of need you would say for them? Like, if they had to sign one more player, where should they be looking? That's a great question, and I think I have, it has to be defender. You, they, I don't even know who that centre backs are. You know, what's, and that's Botsman, even, Botsman, and um, Botsman, Shar. No, you're right. I'm Burn, Shar, Shar, yeah, Shar, Burn. 
Okay, that's true. They do have some big names. That's um, really good. That yeah, left back. Yeah. Both of those, both of their center backs are really good. They could probably use some depth. Yeah, but they have really good. Sure, they could use some depth. I mean, yeah. we have to talk about. They have a solid squad. It's not elite, but they have good players in all yep. the positions. Maybe a left back. I'm starting to realize more about the plan than just looking at City. If you have mm-hmm. a solid defense, everything you can build off of that. Just don't yeah. concede. And then you build off of that. I don't know who that left back is. I'm blanking now. But it's I would Burn. Just... It's Burn. And uh, I think ah, Burn no, no, kind of no, no, starts. No. And then they have Target. No, no. Burn can't yeah, do Burn the job. Yeah, more often. Burn can't do the job. That tall tower. <laughs> Yeah, the guy is not bad, man. I don't know how he does it, but it's not bad. <laughs> yeah, no, be cool, please. I mean, come on, let's be honest. Let's cut it out. So you want us to get a left back. back, okay? Yes, yes. <laughs> cut it out. Let's be serious. <laughs> All right. Um. So there you have it on City, Arsenal, United, Newcastle. Let's do final words real quick. Next episode, we promise we are going to give you our predictions for the season. Um. So look forward to that. Rookie, let's start with you. Final words for this episode. Oh my gosh. Um Lord. I was not ready. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to the community shield. That's this weekend. And okay. uh what? It's a little it's a little taster before okay. the before the season starts and uh, oh, you know, we don't have anyone celebrating community shield like they want a trophy woo, cool wow, like, I mean we yeah. have people who have started making excuses so I don't know about that <laughs> <laughs> uh, and um, yeah my final words FPL players y'all time is ticking okay this is gonna be my season actually no let me not do that because the lop always says it's gonna be his season and it never why, why, why is why am so... i catching a stray for like three days um yeah so fpl players hope y'all are you know doing your research setting up your teams um yeah those are those are my final words very random you caught okay. me off guard, Delapo. So. It's, it's all good. We we appreciate your final words. Yes, FPL. Like I told you guys last episode, my team is set. I'm not changing anything. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I'm putting up 100 points the first game week. You know, book it. <laughs> um, Mandem, final words. Hey, uh, so quick one. Um, final words is going to be a little bit long, but take it from me. You Next said quick Wednesday. one. Okay, sorry. Continue. Next Wednesday on the 9th. It's going to be, please, listen properly, attentively, right, to the fans and everybody. Next Wednesday is going to be my birthday, and I'm going to be rolling out the premiere of my fitness page. So everybody that is listening, go to Instagram, type in fit, as in F-I-T, the number four, F-U-L-L, three, six, zero, as in numbers, right? So fit for full 360. Type that in your Instagram and follow me. Like, let's just interact like we, you know, we do here on the pod. Let's, you know, let's get healthy. That's something I really want to drive home. Like, let's get healthy. We don't, we don't pay too much attention to our health sometimes. But everybody go on Instagram right now as you're listening. Akri, I'm waiting for you to give me that follow right now. At fit for full 360. Go follow my page and we're going to be rolling out, right? Now back to FBL. 
rookie, do you have the blueprint of the position I finished at last season? I mean, you don't normally uh, do. I, I do. Okay. I do. Pull that you up for me. Fifth. I finished what? I think fifth, right? No, you, no, that is wrong. Rookie, you usually have the blueprint, so you've disappointed okay, I, me. Okay, this but... was off the top of my head. Let me scroll through my phone. Hold on. Exactly. All right, but Apologies in the meantime, to our listeners. SPL is going to be great. Uh, it was, you know, my most advanced season last season in GHFO because I finished second before in head-to-head. So, um, we're oh, coming with four. fire. Thank okay, you. four. So, Ooh, top four. Done. So, we are coming with fire. Ground <laughs> up to the top. Oh, you know Lord. <laughs> You're one it's of the kind be... of guys. I can't even keep I thought, up, man. I, I thought we it's... were safe from these people. Yeah, ground up to the top, man. Shout outs to Ernest. Shout outs to George. Uh, we, we, we're we coming back with, you know, some fire. Um, Aren't you missing some members? Don't you have additional members? They, they kick people oh, out. Outs, if you don't do well, they kick Romeo. you out. Shout outs to Romeo. Shout outs to Romeo. <laughs> shout outs to Romeo. By Jessa, man. Shout outs to Romeo. So, uh, FBL is going to be great this season. Gear up. Uh, the money league, put on some money, you know, increase the amount, increase the, the payout. Let's go. Let's get it. Overall, it's going to be a great season. I'm happy to, you know, show up over here every now and then, you know, shout minds, enjoy the game. The gods will always be right. They can never get it wrong. And yeah, but let's get it. All right. Th- thank you so much for that, guys. Make sure you go fin- uh, go follow Fit for Full 360 on IG. We'll make sure we like. Uh, we'll post you on our IG. Our IG is not popping like that, but we'll post you anyway. Um, I'm definitely gonna be following the page because I'm looking for fitness. Like, Absolutely. Trying to get, yeah, trying to get swole a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I got you. Man. I need. I need to drop a little Wait. bit of weight first and then build up muscle. But I'm, I'm you, on my man. way. I'm on my way. We, we'll do it. Easy day. Yeah, yeah, I'm on my way. All right, Aqui. Final long. words. So I was actually just typing it in the chat, but can we drop that handle in the chat because? You spelt it too quickly for me. <laughs> so just drop it in the chat and I'll follow. Um, but my final words, um, one, it's good to be back. Um, I think with how we joke a lot, but like the beautiful game is the beautiful game. I love mm-hmm. that the season's around the corner. I think um, football has always been a great escape from... Football is just a beautiful game. So I'm happy to have that around the corner. I'm really excited for Arsenal this season. I hope we kick off with a bang with the Community Shield. Um, I think it's is this Saturday or Sunday. I hope the boys start off the season Usually well. Usually Sunday, I think. It's Sunday, I'll be. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't have much to I'm say. Pretty it's sure it's days. Saturday. Oh, Saturday. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Saturday. Saturday. For what? Community Shield is Sunday at 11 a.m. Oh, Sunday at 11. Like I said, it's usually. Don't listen to me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rookie. Rookie usually gets everything spot on. I know. Like... I'm sorry. I'm very scatterbrained today. My apologies. Are we all? It's all good. But I'm really looking forward to that. You know, um, the next episode I think is going to be the big. Is going to be the good episode. I'll do. I'll look at the teams, look at the transfers, be ready for some predictions. I'm ready for the FPL season. I am Um, ready for predictions, man. Ready, ready. (laughs) Yeah, but it's just good to be back. I think that's just my final word. It's not. It's too early for agenda. We go again. (laughs) We go again next Mm. week. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's definitely too early. We're still just getting our ingredients, trying to see which ones are going to cook up 
definitely not not ready to start cooking up any agendas yet um thank you guys so much for being here thank you guys for listening to this episode real quick i want to make a point because somebody i don't i'm not going to say who but somebody hit me up i was like yo ron Madrid is playing right now and i heard that getting killed um and i just you know just for fun i said let me pull it up let me see what's happening it is a preseason game a friendly we all know this doesn't mean anything juventus did beat real madrid 3-1 but i'm looking at the stats Real Madrid, 66% possession, 34 shots to 11 shots. I mean, without seeing the game, I feel like I'm probably okay with the way we performed. Like, it sounds like we we did okay. Forget about the goals. So, you know, Hala Madrid for, you know, for the one time. And we'll be back next week with predictions. Thank you so much, guys. <laughs>